Good morning and welcome, my dear friends and brethren in the Lord. What we learned yesterday was that when Paul and the team together with the centurion crossed the Mediterranean to go to Italy, they experienced, they experienced hardships on the way. And we will continue that story here in Acts 27, verse 13 to 26. And it seems to us that everyone seems hopeless except Paul, because he has the faith. He believes that the journey might not be, be may not be smooth. You will be experiencing some, some um, storms and difficulties in their journey, but surely and certainly he will arrive safely in Rome. Let us read our text today in Acts 27, verses 13 to 26. Now, when the south wind blew gently, supposing that they had obtained their purpose, they weighed an anchor and sailed along Crete, close to the shore. But soon a tempestuous wind called the Northeaster struck down from the land. And when the ship was caught and could not face the wind, we gave way to it and were driven along. Running under the lee of a small island called Cauda, we managed with difficulty to secure the ship's boat. After hoisting it up, they used support to undergird the ship. Then, fearing that they would run aground on the surface, they lowered the gear, and thus they were driven along. Since we were a violently storm-tossed, they began to, the next day to jettison the cargo. And on the third day, they threw the ship's tackle overboard with their own hands. When neither sun nor stars appeared for many days, and no small tempest lay on us. All hope of our being saved was at last abandoned. Since they have been without food for a long time, Paul stood up among them and said, Men, you should have listened to me and not have set sail from Crete and incur this injury and loss. Yet now I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For this very night there stood before me an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I worship. And he said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand before Caesar. And behold, God has granted you all those who sail with you. So take heart, men, for I have faith in God that it will be exactly as I have been told. But we must run aground on some island. So our challenge and our Encouragement for this morning is, let us have faith in God. So as they sailed, the winter storms started to build up, and they needed to find a safe place to, to stay. The harbor at Fair Havens wasn't suited for the rough weather, and for some reason, they didn't backtrack to the harbor at La Silla. Instead, the ship's owner and pilot decided to go on to Phoenix, and the centurion agreed, despite Paul's warning, that if they leave, they could lose everything. This is a reminder for us that man's wisdom is flawed and limited. No matter how experienced was the pilot or the ship master or the owner of the ship, no matter how they believed and how they assessed the situation that it was safe for them to go on, they were limited and flawed, plain and simple. 
the pilot and ship owner believed to proceed to Phoenix rather than to stay, as Paul suggested, was the best decision. As a result, they would incur a lot of losses. So the losses included the time as well as some of the cargo and the ship because later on they will lose the ship because the ship will, will be broken. You can read that in Acts 27, verse 18 to 19. So the team of Paul, Luke, and Aristarchus plus 273 others because there were 276, all of them inside this boat. They were facing the prospect of drowning in a typhoon-like storm in this rough seas of Mediterranean where they not. They lost hope of becoming or to be alive, to come alive out of this ordeal. Everyone else in the boat, except the three, particularly Paul, seemed to lose hope. Paul had apparently been praying since they left fear happens to go to Phoenix. And then an angel appeared to him and said, God has granted you all those who sail with you. Means that they will arrive safely on the other side, but it was through hardships. Now for two weeks, they were not able to eat. Perhaps it was because of the combination of seasickness and the impossibility of preparing food in the middle of a typhoon. We can see that in 20, verse, 10, verse 14. Beyond waves and wind, the supplies also have gotten wet with the seawater or destroyed by the violent waves. So Paul was proven right that staying at Fair Havens was the safest or the best decision they should do. But they did not listen to him. Thus he said to them, men, you should have listened to me and not have set sail from Crete and incurred this injury and loss. This statement from Paul may sound pity, but it was a purposeful reminder for them to listen to him for this time and onward. Since they left free heavens, we believe Paul had been praying for the lives of the 276 crew members and passengers. And God had answered his prayers. An angel arrived and reiterated the promise that Paul would testify to Jesus' offer of salvation in Rome. In addition, God had promised that all lives on board would be spared. You can read that in verse 23 and 24. Thus, in a posture of authority, he encourages one to have faith in God. And his words, he said to them, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand before Caesar and behold, God has granted you all those who sail with you. So take heart, men, for you have faith in God that it will be exactly as I've been told. But we must run aground on some island. Everybody listen to Paul this time. Indeed, he who has the wisdom from God, like Paul, is deserved to be here. We must listen to somebody who has the wisdom from God, don't we? So it's important that we must discern the will of God. We must know his will. And a person who is very close to God and who has an open and uh, an intimate relationship with God 
as the wisdom of God. And we must listen to them. Paul was so sure that everything will be okay, even when they will suffer a lot of losses, because God has told him. And that he will be able to go to Rome in order to testify the gospel. So our lesson for today reminds us that we have to believe that God's word is real. We have to believe that what God has said will come to pass. It's not about what's happening around us that determines our attitude and behaviors, but it should be our faith in the word of God. Today, as we look the situation around us, COVID is still here. But thank God that it's not as serious as the previous months or the past two, more than two years. Yet, we can trust that everything is in the hands of God because we know that the word of God, we know that God said that he's with us. We know that his words are true. We know that whatever he said, whatever he promised, it will happen because God is real. He is not a man that he should lie. He is not the son of man that he should commit mistake. Whatever he said, it will happen. And we rest on that. We put our trust on the word of God so that we can have the peace in our hearts even today. Let us pray. Father, we thank you that this morning, again, we are reminded of the importance of faith, just like Paul, who encouraged the people who were in the brink of despair because the situation was so, so um, risky that uh, they lost hope to come out alive from the storm. Well, thank you that your word is true. Your word is dependable. It's not that the, there is an absence of problem. It's not in the absence of challenges that gives us peace, Lord. But it's in your word. Despite of the challenges and difficulties around us, we trust that you are always our God who is with us. And you are always in control. That gives us the peace and the serenity and the calmness in our hearts. As Isaiah wrote in Isaiah 26 verse 3, you will keep us in perfect peace because our minds are stayed on you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.